All right, you're listening to another episode of the CTO Advisor podcast. This is a special sponsored podcast by HPE. Uh, specifically, I have Deepak Verma, who is the VP of product at what we used to call Zerto. And now that we're now calling HPE GreenLake uh, Data Protection Services. I think is data protection, I think, Verma is, I mean, sorry, Deepak is a, a, I think, a good overall idea to look at the portfolio. Absolutely, yeah. So, um, as you mentioned, we're, uh, you know, classically, it's a on-prem product that everybody knows and loves that still continues and, and exists. But as part of HPE, we have a portfolio that includes both a cloud version of Zerto on the GreenLake platform called GreenLake for Disaster Recovery. Alongside with that is uh, GreenLake for Backup and Recovery, or GLBR. And combine these products offer essentially the data protection that we're that you're referring to. So yeah, the combined portfolio under my my jurisdiction is the data protection services that HPE offers. Now, back in April, I attended a HPE GreenLake storage day, and they demoed the backup uh, and recovery solution for me. And we, you know, we had this whole conversation argument about whether or not backup in the cloud or a SaaS-based backup solution makes sense. And I think the conclusion is more or less that is definitely a future. The control plane of the data center is moving to the public cloud. It's been a premise of the CTO advisor. So no surprise there that backup recovery, we can put the control plane in the public cloud and run it from there. It's, it's a proven model. What's less of a proven model though is disaster recovery the control plane in the public cloud. We are accustomed to Zerto being on-prem, the VMware native solutions being on-prem. This critical part of the business, business continuality uh, uh, technology being on-premises technology, make the argument for me for you know, kind of outsourcing the control plane for this critical component to the public cloud to GreenLake. Yeah, absolutely. So, Keith, uh, interesting question, right? Because a lot of traditional Zerto customers, they've been loyal with us for over 12 years. You know, thousands and thousands are going to ask the same question. So I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> you know, I probably asked myself that question, right, post, post-acquisition. And so where it starts making sense is to move a DR a control plane um, to, to cloud as a SaaS offering uh, is twofold. And I'll, I'll have an exception to that, and I'll explain that in a minute. So the first and foremost, if you take the cloud administrator, the, the, the role of the IT administrator in, in the cloud context has changed, right? You're, you're no longer a specialist that is covering just network or just storage or, or just DR or just backup, et cetera, right? So we know from a cloud perspective that admin role comes in and is able to um, do everything from provisioning, setting up security policies, even networking, et cetera, all the way to protection. So what we wanted to do first and foremost by moving it up to the uh, cloud control plane is really go after that 80% uh, 80-20 rule, right? 80% of the time you're using very basic functionality, you're protecting a VM, you're you're making sure that the VM is, you know, hitting RTOs, RPOs that you want, you're reporting on that, and then you're occasionally doing tests and failovers. So if you consider the basic functionality, putting that into the cloud control plane makes it a lot easier uh, to um, to absorb 
to, to manage. And then it also gives it a seamless transition as you're provisioning, going into uh, DR, going into backup. So kind of the, the public cloud or hyperscaler model uh, version of Zero. So that's one, right? It's for just the simplicity in that simple use case. The second part is interesting because our larger customers, right? So you think about the customers that have 20 instances of Zerto because they have such large uh, data centers that they're, uh, they're provide, supporting that many VMs. So they've scaled out. They have often asked us, boy, it would be really nice if you could aggregate everything I have onto a single uh, master, if you will. And doing that on-prem starts becoming harder, right? You've been in IT long enough, you understand that you got to have a distributed architecture, then you got to put it all together and then manage it globally, et cetera. So this global management concept makes sense to put it again into a cloud control plane because it'll aggregate all the sites, no matter where they are and bring them into a, a, a single entity. So I look at it from two dimensions. One is uh, simplicity to get to get up and running ease, what I'll consider the kind of the 80% use case. But then also from a scale perspective, it just makes organic sense to have this uh, up in the, uh, on the top. Now, I did mention, you know, exception. So the exception is, let's say you have a disaster event that has to do with ransomware uh, or, or any cyber event. And the first thing most customers that I have talked to, and I'm sure you've talked to, um, knee-jerk reaction are going to start disconnecting things from the network because they don't want their data exfiltrated and they don't want more uh, more infection spreading, so they'll start shutting things down, disconnecting from the network. Pretty pretty organic human reaction. Um, in that case, what whatever we offer in the cloud from a DR perspective, I, the concept is that I'll still have a break glass in case of emergency, so you can still operate the core functions of recovery, etc., on prem. Right when you're in that mode, you're probably not going to be provisioning new VMs, protecting new VMs, doing your daily operations. You're in emergency mode, so it's break glass in case of emergency. So I still think the control plane has a lot of value moving forward uh, to have it in, in, as a SaaS platform, but I, I do think that there's a break glass in case of emergency need, especially for disaster recovery, because you know, as you asked earlier, um, DR is a little different. So let's talk about that break glass piece because it's real. We've seen enough examples in the industry of where ransomware has been top of mind when it comes to DR. As I think about data protection, whether it's backup and uh, or if it's DR replication, the lines are starting to be blurred because of of ransomware. Matter of fact, before I'm, I'm going to show kind of my deep cut uh, knowledge of Zerto. I've been following Zerto for years, and before HPE acquired Zerto, Zerto was on the path of adding backup and recovery solutions to the portfolio. And I kind of questioned it at the time. I'm like, yeah, you guys do really a really great job at uh, replication and DR and, and orchestration of bringing workloads up on-prem on the private cloud. But backup is kind of a different game. Now we're at the point where those two solutions have to be integrated. What's the HPE GreenLake solution for bringing these two worlds together? Yeah, um, perfect question. And you're absolutely right. The number one disaster we see today from customers is, is ransomware recovery. Right, and you've been following Zerto enough to know that that uh, uh, that that we we excel at that, and we've done that organically over uh, a long period of time. Right, we I like to say we accidentally fell; our technology fell into this use case. 
we designed it for you know recovery and rollback. So very good setup. Um, yes, we were going down the path of adding a backup component to Zerto. And that was driven purely by customer demand. The, 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 the ask was, hey, Zerto, I love the fact that you've got a 30-day journal, and I know I can recover very, very quickly the file, the, the VM, the volume level. However, it'd be really nice if you could give me an immutable copy that I can check the box, give my auditors, satisfy them and say, I have this in case everything else goes, goes away. I have a copy sitting somewhere that I can recover. That was the need, right? That was the need that drove us to go down to the backup market. What's changed since the HP acquisition, as I mentioned with the, with the backup as a service uh, component of the GreenLake for, for uh, backup and, and recovery, is that they can fulfill an entire use case that Zerto doesn't need to build. So what I've done is down-tuned what we were building internally, which was the LTR fun- long-term retention functionality, and utilize a lot of the existing HP technology, things such as store once deduplication, you know, ability to protect more than just VM workloads. And so th- that's the setup. And really what, what we're headed towards is you've got GreenLake for disaster recovery, which lives on the GreenLake platform. And you've got GreenLake for uh, backup and recovery, which also lives on the on the on the GreenLake platform, and the two are side to side, side by side, offering that data protection service. the The DR service it's it's traditional Zerto behind the scenes. What that means it's it's your low RPO, low RTO, journal based, quick recovery in these events, and the the backup recovery side of it offers the daily backups, the immutability, the long-term retention, the deduplication to, to save you cost on storage, et cetera. And by being on the same platform, on the same console, on the same cloud-based platform, you get inherent operational efficiency, right? So you're not, if you were on-prem a traditional customer today, you're going into a Zerto console for your DR, you're going into some backup console for, for uh, your, your normal backup operation. So operationally, these can collapse onto a single platform. Reporting-wise, I think that's also absolutely critical, right? Being able to hand an auditor a report that says this this VM, this this set of applications, or this set of VMs that belong to this application have been backed up, they've been DR protected. This is our RTO that we achieved. This is our uh, we have achieved. This is our retention. This is our immutability. We have satisfied those regulatory requirements that that are needed in the industry, and now more so because of ransomware. So I, I think that the two of them now sitting side by side. Instead of Zerto having to build an entire backup product, we get to benefit from all the, the achievements that HP has already provided and then marry that with the GreenLake uh, DR side of things and really provide that complete solution. Yeah, so ironically, this answered one of my first kind of skepticisms when I heard Zerto say that they were going to go into backup. Like this, it's, it's, it's a completely different uh, uh, approach to data protection, it's a new product, feature set, dedupe, uh, all of the things that you need to do to make a decent backup uh, platform was kind of like, wow, that's, you know, that's years in the process and you pretty much accelerated the development and integration of that by not having to build a new backup solution. So exactly. uh, that absolutely, absolutely is a synergy. Now, one of the things that Zerto has been traditionally known to be able to do, and I think this is where... I think a lot of people may have a challenge with the branding, the Green Lake branding, because when we first thought of Green Lake, we thought of HPE being able to sell me their gear on premises 
uh, through a cloud-like consumption model. When I think of Zerto, I think of the basic building block of being able to say, I can uh, replicate a VM from one location to another location. That location traditionally has may have been another cold or warm data center, or in the later versions of Zerto, or more mature versions of Zerto, from the data center to the public cloud. Now, as we introduce the GreenLake brand into this equation, are we now saying that I need to only replicate from my on-premises data center into another on-premises data center running HPE gear? Not at all. So the, the, the confusion, we need a little bit of a decoder ring. So let me, let me try a little bit to clear that, that, that sense of confusion up. You know, I went through that organically as well. Um, there's, there's, there's a GreenLake Flex model, right? So new terminology and branding. This is the traditional, you can buy anything on a con- consumption-based contract from GreenLake. So that is just the traditional GreenLake and what HP has been doing. HP has been doing for a number of years now. The GreenLake platform is just control plane running in a cloud, right? It's running somewhere in a cloud. As far as a customer is concerned, they're hitting an IP address that's in, in, in public land rather than in private land. There is no hardware associated with this. There is no, There are no traditional services. There's no data center associated with this. This is purely a service that we're providing where the where a console is lifted up into the cloud, as I described earlier. So with these products, you can still achieve the same uh, functionality that you used to with Zero. You can go on-prem to on-prem, cloud being the, uh, the, the console being running in, in cloud. You can go on-prem to public cloud. You can back up on-prem to public cloud. You can back up on-prem to on-prem. So your, your data, the data layer, or the data path remains exactly the same. It's the control plane that has uh, that has moved up to cloud. So GreenLake is really that control console. So I want to drive this home. Yeah. And, and I know this is sponsored by HPE, but we're talking about what has been a SaaS, what's basically a SaaS solution. So I have to bring some other brands in to the conversation. So you're saying that I can still protect my vSAN uh, based VMs running on a Dell uh, power edge platform up to whatever destination that I would want it to run on. You got it. Exactly. So the source and the target of your data, that remains exactly, ex- exactly how you want it, how you've always done it, how you've done it with Zerto, how you've done it with other products. It's the control plane that we've abstracted up to the public cloud with GreenLake for DR and GreenLake for backup recovery. So one of the advantages of moving cloud services up to, or on-premises services up to the cloud is that, you know, I kind of shortcut this ability or this need to create automations on my own or create my own APIs. If I want to programmatically create uh, data protection uh, uh, policies as part of my CICD process, in theory, I should be able to do this with a, a GreenLake any one of the GreenLake data protection uh, solutions. Is that a option? So can I build Terraforms that uh, automatically create uh, uh, backup policies and data protection policies? I'm glad you went there. Absolutely, 100%, because it's still API first. So even though you're in the GreenLake cloud platform, 
Um, you've got API access and all the services there, not just GreenLake uh, for DR and, and backup, which I cover, but all the other services, PCBE, uh, uh, block, file, et cetera, all of them offer APIs that you can integrate with, engage, uh, and automate um, your operations with. So you want to use Terraform, go for it, call the APIs, the green, you essentially, the layers are going to be, you go from, from your, your CICD, Terraform, whatever automation platform you use, so you're going to call GreenLake APIs and the GreenLake APIs are then going to make those abstracted calls to the gears that's running, um, running on-prem. And so in theory, if I understand this correctly, I can have some HPE gear uh, in Equinix under the GreenLake model. I can basically have the Equinix folks provision all of that for me. I can never see it and I could use, I can administer or I can consume it via GreenLake with these services. You got it. That's the theory. Yes, you got it. Or you could have, you could be managing existing gear that you may have or your data center or Equinix or public cloud. So that's the whole idea is let's abstract the control plane, regardless of where the actual physical may be. So last question, am I missing any big picture capability around moving my control plane for disaster recovery into the public cloud? Is Are there key components of what this enables me to do that I couldn't do before? Other than what we just said, that was actually pretty cool. I was not expecting you to say yes to it, but Anything other than that? Uh, uh, I think the, so. No, two things I'll bring up. First, day two operations. So think of it as, think of all the components on-prem that you'd have to manage, monitor, upgrade, patch, uh, just as an administrator, right? So by moving the control plane to cloud, you're essentially giving that ownership to the service, right? If, if we think along the lines of O365, right? You don't manage, your, your, your email administrator doesn't manage Exchange servers anymore, right? They manage an outcome for, for the customer, which is email and services are provided. So by moving that control plane up to, up to a cloud uh, platform, we're, want, we're delivering the same kind of uh, uh, capabilities for the customer. You're not managing those bits and bytes on-prem. What you're focused in, focused on is an outcome that you want for your data, which is good RPOs, RTOs, protection against ransomware, et cetera, so on and so forth. So that's one side of it. And I said the second half. The second half of this is in something that we're going to be announcing later on um, this year. So I'll kind of let, let the cat out of the bag. We, we did announce with Zerto um, inline ransomware detection at a block level at Zerto 10 launch. Bringing that knowledge and that capability up to cloud um, from a reporting and aggregation standpoint starts making sense. So now, what I may not expose you, I will not expose your data, Keith, to another customer. However, because I can see now what's happening across a global level, I can start providing you more value because um, I can understand what's happening beyond just your data center. So there's some inherent uh, benefits that are going to come in. Just the technologies that have been limited to one data center, one instance of Zerto, now have ability to, to span across you know, globally. And I'm just, I'm anxious to see what some of my product managers and some of the engineers come up with because now they have a global view on an entire customer base and they can really start providing value from what they're seeing in that environment. So I think that's where 
uh, that's where inherent later on uh, benefits of of having a, a, a SaaS based control plane start showing. Yeah, the, you, you get rid of this shelfware problem that we've had in the enterprise where we buy an ELA for something like a Zerto and we simply don't have the time to upgrade it. Super critical to us, uh, unless there's an emergency uh, security patch, the priority is just extremely low. This is just another peace of mind. And while we're bullish on the concept of moving the data center control plane up to the cloud while, while we benefit from having on-prem assets uh, without the burden of administration. Okay. Deepak, I really appreciate you spending the time and we appreciate HPE for sponsoring another CTO Advisor podcast. If you want to learn more about the CTO Advisor, you can find us on the web, thectoadvisor.com, now a future group company. If you want to learn more about me, you can find me on the web at CTO Advisor on almost every platform. Until then, talk to you later. Thanks, Deepak. Thanks, Keith. Always a pleasure. Thank you.